The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. This week on the podcast, it's fried tarantulas, finished pancakes, and a boat that needs to sleep it off. When I was trying to get off the boat, I needed like five people to help me and hold me up. Everyone's like, oh, you're drunk. How much did you have to drink? And I'm like, no, the boat's drunk. It's not me. (laughs) Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with my absolutely wonderful friend, Sandra Bernstein. We uh, don't have a guest today. We wanted to come on and chat um, about the Heroes Act, about the Restaurant Act, what's going on with restaurants right now, what's going on with us right now. Both of us are in the in the midst of everything. Among, <laughs> among other things, we were just talking, we're a little hungover from the uh, first presidential debate. If you can call it a debate, I think the next debate is going to be held in uh, in Octagon and being moderated by Joe Rogan from the UFC. Um, <laughs> it would be, I think, better suited to that style of debate. Um, uh-huh. Maybe they could have, you know, three-minute rounds, five rounds. It was so cute. I talked to my nephew the other day, and he goes to school in Nashville at Belmont. It's a, you know, music school. I don't know. He, he's a music guy. And he's he was really excited. He's like, the, the, the last debate, the last presidential debate is at Belmont. And oh, wow. the tents are going up, and the restrooms are going up. I mean, it's when we talked, it was still a month away. But, you know, I, he's like, I'm like, really? It's so weird to me. He goes, they need the money. You know, uh-huh. so I guess they pay him a lot of money to make that happen. And I guess in COVID, but he's back at school. I don't know. But, well, and it's um, just, it's bringing the press into town and all that kind of stuff. You know, then it supports the restaurants. It supports yeah. the Uber drivers. I mean, we're going through a little bit of that right now at the, at the Fairmont. We have not only a bunch of evacuees in house, but also firefighters and news crews. So well, we should we should say that as Sunday the wildfires started back in Sonoma County. I mean, came over the hill from Napa, and um, you know, for people that are listening that maybe aren't paying that much attention, and we have been kind of. I mean. We're not in lockdown, downtown Sonoma, you're not in lockdown, but the Fig Cafe in Glen Ellen is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Glen Ellen is like the border of where the evacuation order goes up to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's been, I mean, it's crazy because there's some of the most beautiful photographs of fire and it's such a devastating, it's like, I can't believe I'm looking at this and thinking it's a pretty picture. It's well, I know. Well, we wake up every morning and it's like we're looking at Mars, but we're yeah. looking at the sun. It's just yeah. you can stare right at it and it's red. Yeah. You know, yesterday when I walked, it was still dark out because I'm like, I don't know, you know, what it's going to get hot again. It's supposed to be 100 degrees today and tomorrow by three o'clock. All the stars were out at 6 a.m. yesterday, which was uh, the last day of September. 
Yeah. I mean, it was, I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen a star in like over six months. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Where am I? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. And I, and I just posted a picture of rugby. I'm like, you know, distracting myself, rugby, my crazy dog that is obsessed with balls. And I was just like, oh, I wish I was one of my dogs right now. Yeah. No clue to what's happening in the world. <laughs> right doesn't give a shit about the politics or the restaurant act or yeah. or the wildfires or covid right you know he's just happy go lucky i want some of that well someone someone said that all the dogs are freaking out right now they're like normally we get some time alone during the day when our oh, yeah. <laughs> when our owners go to work how come yeah. they're not leaving i know well and it's true my my dogs actually have become like these horrific guard dogs. I mean, you know, getting way too many packages at my house, whether it's groceries or whatever, CSA I have, but they bark like crazy. Like I'm fearful. My gardeners are fearful <laughs> of them right now. Yeah, what's that, enough. what's that animated movie where the, the people leave during the day and then all the, all the pets go from being like normal pets and then they, they all walk around and they have this entire life that the owners have no idea. I don't know, but find out and tell me. Because oh, it's, it it's like hilarious. It very entertaining it's, right now. It would be perfect fodder for your brain right now. Yeah. So you said you're actually watching voting going on right now. I am. Today, um, today there is voting going on in the U.S. Senate. And um, so I'll just step back like a little bit. You know, um, we've talked on the show before about the protection, payment protection plan and, you know, restaurants receiving money, small businesses receiving money. And the last time I, I spoke to Congress, it was about some of the, the, you know, the gratitude around the PPP, but the dysfunction of what the rules are like. And, um, but, you know, we used the money, they made some changes. And, um, you know, the biggest problem with that was that you couldn't be open. There was like a mandatory thing that you could not be open. And so um, we, we had to spend this money within a certain amount of time and pay people, you know, that were going to stay at home. And so we, luckily they changed it, giving us time. You know, I think people can use it to the end of the year. Well, we are right now, we have used all the money. We are yeah, I in, mean, who's, who still has money, Sandra? I don't know. But so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you're a small business, I don't know. But I encourage if anyone hasn't start their forgiveness process, they should do it now. Um, we are almost finished. I think we're going to get 100% forgiveness. And I say that because it's very possible they're going to vote today, tomorrow, on another PPP extension, another round. And so, you know, those rules would be, so right now I think we have the PPP as a possibility, payment protection plan, where they would give you money and you have to do certain things to get it forgiven like a grant. We have... The, the, they're really, especially our Congressman Thompson, they're pushing for a tax credit against payroll taxes. And, um, you know, but that would be a deferment. 
And then we have the Restaurants Act, which was founded like five, four or five months ago by a group of very, very heavy hitter, well-known chefs, created this thing called the Independent Restaurant Coalition, and they go by the hashtag Save Restaurants. And they have, I mean, they had Morgan Freeman do a video for them, um, you know, a TV commercial. I mean, they have every who's who that's a chef that's doing it. So one thing that was really interesting, and I, of course, you know, I get all that email. I signed up for it right away. You know, I want to be apprised. I'll do whatever, you know, basically you go onto the site, they make it easy for you to send messages to your Congress people or your Senate, you know, whoever to say, please do this. They, they, it's, it couldn't be easier the way they set it up for you. So fast forward just a little bit into where Congressman Thompson asked if I would be a witness again on a hearing that was uh, September 25th. And I posted it on um, social media and sent it out in our newsletter. But um, that was real. So before that hearing came, I got calls. I got a call from someone working in the and you may be listening so high, I won't say anything bad about you, um, because I think maybe he's subscribed now, but about the one fair wage and talking about, you know, okay, and, and you know, like creating, getting rid of the back of the house, front of the house division, getting rid of tips, you know, making sure whether you're a front of the house person or a back of the house person, you're paid fairly. And um, he, had, he had said something like, you know, if a dishwasher comes, like you need a dishwasher in a day and you don't even know this dishwasher, but they come in and they wash dishes and they work really, really hard. Why should they make less than like the CEO on that day? And I just, I honestly couldn't answer. I could not answer that with what I was like, yeah, I, all the risk that I took, all the money that I spent, all the equipment that I had right. to buy. You know, there's a huge, there is a gap for, I'm all for paying people, you know, what, what they should be paid. You know, and, I want people to live. And wait a minute, this person that, that said this, what do they do for a living? Um, well, they have restaurants um, in, I forget where he was calling from, but they have restaurants and he's also working for what, or a lobbyist for one fair wage. And okay. so One Fair Wage is an organization, which honestly, I probably won't make friends, but it feels like, I mean, it's almost like a union, like pushing towards kind of like employee union almost, yeah. Yeah. like here's what you should do and this is what it's gonna happen. But it, to get that call in, you know, right before this hearing, you know, the witnesses get five minutes to talk. And so this time it was really different because I had to submit a written um, testimony and then I had to sign off on documents, which I thought I was going to have to get notarized and you had to practice. And then there was a practice session to make sure because it was on WebEx, Cisco WebEx instead of Zoom. And um, we had problems the first day and had to do it again the second day. And um, I was really, really nervous. The last time I just was like, ah, blah, 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 like now. 
And this time I was like, oh my God. And I'm practicing my first, I had John edit it, Jennifer edit it. And then I'm like, Jennifer took out all the good bits that, you know, the hard stuff that John put in. And I'm like, she kind I think she knew it wasn't my voice. But, um, and then, and then I practiced and at five minutes, it was like nine minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I cut out? Do I cut out the, the stuff about how I feel for the staff? not having jobs or you know do i cut out the part about winter coming and and no indoor dining do i cut out the part about restaurants dying on the vine you know which part do we talk about the event you know so in the end i found out that i could submit the whole testimony and then just do a five minute presentation so that's what i did and it it was okay i was nervous the whole time they were it's, I've never been much of a politics person, you know, I always tried to stay, you know, vanilla in my life, because that way, maybe I won't piss anybody off, but I don't think you can stay vanilla anymore. Nope. <sighs> Which is, you know, a whole, it could be a whole, that could be a whole show topic on that show. But, yeah. um, you know, so they're all pushing for this. And so then I got another call from a someone i admire very much the chef from chef fico in san francisco and he calls me and he says um hi this is oh well the restaurant told me this guy david called and could you call him back and i'm like of course it's about the restaurant act sure um i call back and i say hi and you know, we played phone tag a little bit, but he was like, I'm David from Chez Fico. I, you know, I didn't understand him. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you say? He goes, I'm from Chez Fico. I'm like, oh my God, the place with the gorgeous big wallpaper that I'm dying to eat at, but I haven't <laughs> been there yet. He goes, yeah, that would be the one. Well, I just like, if you Google, I mean, if you follow them on Instagram, I mean, they hand make all their pasta and all this stuff. And anyway, he called to make sure he wanted to connect me with somebody that their that independent IRC coalition is working with in Washington as lobbyists working with getting all these signatures from the Senate and the House supporting the Restaurant Act. And where it shifted, so, so then I had conference calls the next day with these people in Washington and David, and they're wanting me to make sure that I put in the Restaurant Act in my comment. And so I'm like, oh my God, I only have five minutes, you know, I have to tell my story and then this other stuff. And I looked i went and read the heroes act there's a version for the senate there's a version for the house they're different um the one for the senate includes franchises the ones for the house does not and so or i thought it, it was franchises didn't get the first bite of the apple it was like they had to yeah either would we either would we i mean it's businesses that are are less than 1.5 million and so that, women owned and minority owned or something i saw that was uh, but i think even though i am a woman-owned business i don't think i could apply for that till after the two weeks or the week and a half or whatever okay. whatever they said 
But, um, and I, you know, I think if there's enough money, I think that's certainly very fair. There's a lot of small businesses that weren't able to tap into that. Right. But that was my concern when I saw that two week thing was that because this has happened before that there wouldn't be any money left. But that I, I, I worry about that, but it seems like this amount of money, 120 billion, I mean, they left a lot of this PPP money on the table that was never used because okay. either people couldn't jump in on it quick enough, people didn't qualify for it. Um, I've talked to people that had just the hardest time because they first said, you have to go to your bank where you have a relationship and you have a bank account with. People were like, oh my God, my bank isn't gonna do this. You know, they're yeah. not involved with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I listen, you know, and I mean, obviously the IRC, they're fighting for what I'm fighting for is just, you know, I don't necessarily want a handout, but I want to leg up on how we are supposed to get through winter yeah. and keep it going. And I guess, you know, it was fascinating. But anyway, before we like keep going into that, um, you know, how how have you been doing? I mean, in the restaurant, I mean, you're, you know, obviously things are different for every single person, but like, where do these things, do you hear other managers talking about um, funding coming or, you know, do they, no. No, I mean, we're, and the, but a part of that is that I'm not involved in any meetings, even though I'm, I'm sort of in a managerial role right now, I'm not, be, and Thankfully not, because <laughs> you'd it, be there all the time. Well, no, not only that. Yeah, you're right. Um, longer hours, but then I'm also, you know, the the position that they've given me, the title that they've given me, allows me to be involved in the tip pool. So, right. um, which I would not be eligible for if I was management. So, what I'm saying is, we don't, we have any, we don't even do a pre-shift meeting, let alone, oh my you know, goodness. normal manager yeah. meetings. Yeah. I think you probably see Edward as much as I do when you because you're Every seeing Friday. him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, what's going on is that, you know, luckily we're attached to a hotel, luckily or unluckily, depending on, <laughs> on who you ask, because we're getting money for rooms. Now, we, if we were a standalone restaurant, people that are listening, if you don't know, restaurants need to, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, this is just from my experience, restaurants basically need to run at 80% capacity to, to make a profit. Roughly in general. Uh, you know, I think uh, that's a hard, that's hard to say it that way because every capacity scenario is so different. Right. And <clears throat> you have a great rent, you right. know, it, it just, well, let me, well, let me put it this way. Yeah. Change it to margin. Profit, profit margins are slim in the restaurant yeah. industry. So if, if you can get what? 10%, 8%, you are, you know, you hit the lottery. Right. And, and, and I don't mean like the the good lottery. I just right. meant you're like making a living. You're you're making a living, right? So here so here's what's going on is that because we're not allowed to be indoors, we're outside. So it means limited capacity for some restaurants. Some restaurants zero capacity because they don't have outdoor space. Now, when we go back to indoor, which hopefully we're hoping we're maybe a month out, you know, if things go well, because it's yeah, I mean, the things have to really line up here in the next month because we're now October 1. Right, it, and we have a new system. There's a new system. 
Right, and you know, weather is going to change. So if we get pushed inside, um, then we still have to maintain social distancing and use the protocols that are given to us by the, the health department, the CDC, everything. So, which means you're running at, depending on your restaurant, depending on your, at anywhere from 25 to 40% capacity of what you would normally be doing, maybe? Well, no, well, based, if so, if we go to indoor dining, so right now it's a four tier thing. Sonoma County is the only county right now, I believe in the North Bay or maybe in California that is not allowed to open because every Tuesday they make a new decision. So this past Tuesday, lots more counties got indoor dining, and mm -hmm. the first tier is at 25%. Okay. So, so now you're talking about dr <laughs> drastically changing your profit yes. margin. So oh, even, if, even if people want to go into your restaurant, even if a thousand people want to go in there on Saturday, you can only do a certain amount of business in the time in the time that you're open i mean you're not unless you're right. denny's and doing 24-hour service or whatever yeah. so but, but also right it's also like when they talk about occupancy it's not just like okay you were doing a thousand people now you can only do 250 it's a spatial thing right. so if you had like right now our patio is 25 percent occupancy I mean, maybe 20%, you know, and then the sidewalk, it's not really an occupancy because we never had anything, but it had to yeah. be distancing. Right. But the thing that's happening on events right now, they are, because they said you could have an event with 50 people or 25 people, but includes the staff. Or, or actually, no, that was in San Francisco, inside dining, 50% occupancy, included the staff okay interesting you know what i was uh, <laughs> you know i did notice the other day that um one of my bosses was going around looking at the occupancy of the different spaces in the in the hotel so i know they were specifically looking at the bar area to see what was posted and that was probably connected to that to see like what we oh. could actually what could we actually do in there um Right, with those guidelines. I mean, listen, if I had a hotel and I could do 25% occupancy, I would literally, I would be down the hallways. In, in the, the lobby. In the lobby, <laughs> down in the hallway to the rooms, in the, right. banquet, in the banquet room, in the yeah. spa lobby. Yeah, I would yeah. have dining everywhere. But, well, I, you know, I think that's our plan for Thanksgiving is that, there's not enough space in my restaurant to to accommodate all the people that want to come on holidays. And so I think we're looking at using, and, and traditionally we do spill out into the lobby, um, mm -hmm. but I think we're even looking at using event space, um, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, definitely it's making people be creative and trying to figure it out. And yeah. I think it's an economic need to make your, you know, your fixed costs make any kind of sense at all, at, yeah. at all. Um, but, but, but what I was trying to explain to people is just that we're severely restricted in the amount of money that we can make. Even if people want to come into your restaurant, you're extremely limited. It's basically like you're having both your legs and one of your hands cut off. So, so right. this is why we need money because we didn't anticipate this going on so long. 
right. you know, you got that first round of, of assistance, but no one thought that it was going to go this long. So at this point, you've got, I mean, the fruit's dying on the vine. So you've got people that thought they could hang on maybe for another month, but, um, you know, now it's like another transition, another pivot. You have to actually look in the mirror and say, am I going to, could I actually do this for another six months without any assistance? And for a lot of people, it's going to be, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, I mean a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, when I think about, um, you know, even, you know, it's changing. So many things are changing every day, but you know, without assistance, I think we have to shut down and just stop paying as much as possible. And that's going to hurt a lot of people. And and not just restaurant industry. I mean, my mom and I were talking about this yesterday. We think that we haven't quite seen the carnage that's coming as far as, um, um, you know, um, professional space, like all these companies that were, you know, everyone's working from home. So at what point do they now, these buildings are going to be sitting empty at at some point. And then all of these things feed other things. When you look at the trickle down economics for a restaurant, you're talking about the farmers. You're talking about people that are like Jennifer, who I was talking with yesterday who raises all the ducks. They had to move, you know, their whole um, operation because they needed more freezer space because they've still got all the product. Right. But you, now you've got somewhere to put it. So, and then all the wine, um, you know, So can I just say one thing because I like stopped and said we were going to shut down. I don't mean forever. I just mean until either there's well, occupancy. Then, I mean, we're not going to shut our business forever we're going to do whatever it takes to well then stay i mean good for you because a lot of people aren't going to do that they're going to see how they can get out of their leases mm-hmm. and or or they just file for bankruptcy like right. uh like maybe Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus. Or, exactly. um, I mean, Disney just laid off 28,000 yeah. people. How many of the 28,000 that Disney laid off do you think are, um, yeah. are um, food and beverage? Probably I would think at least half, half right? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's, it's all about the food and wine and rice. And, and, and honestly, right now we're talking about the business owners, but then think about the people that are working for oh. them. So when you talk about trickle down, holy shit. So, you're talking about, and for me personally at the hotel, what I think about is all the people that worked at banquets that were, you know, and you have catering staff. Traditionally, they're, you know, part-time or on call. And so they, you know, when you have events, they work. And when you don't have events, they do other things. But but they rely on working those events to pay their bills. And so when you don't have any of that going on, that's a whole nother segment that people don't think about because, you know, they're used to going to a restaurant and seeing a waiter. Well, think about any party that you've ever been to, any wedding that you've ever been to, any social yeah. gathering that you've ever been to. These There's yeah. people that work those events that, that that's what they do. They're not like the so waiter for the hotel that is doing that that night. That's what they do. So there's all these people that are going to be out of jobs. Well, and not only that, the florists... The DJs, the bands, the cake baker, the caterer. I mean, you know, venues that it just, it goes on and on. Yeah, we're we're using musicians right now on Friday and Saturday night outdoors. And I noticed that um, Ari um, at Glen Ellen Star started uh, having Sean come. Sean plays uh, Friday nights with us out on the lawn. Um, But now he's doing Thursday nights. um, And I think that's, that's great. So using, because 
musicians. Yeah, <laughs> There's I, no concerts. There's, no, and no. they, so, um, you know. But, but also they need to get paid and like, um, that's a tough expense for a restaurant to put money out. Like right now it's like, that could be two servers. It could be two employees for a yeah. shift. It could be, you know, it goes right into the profit margin. And I mean, unless you can get, and it's horrible to say, but if you need, if you can get a musician that is willing to play for an hour for food and, you know, a small stipend, maybe yeah. that's doable. But everything, every, all the, you know, restaurants that were buying fresh flowers, yeah. you know, what are the first things to go? You know, all the fluff and stuff. Yeah. We uh, haven't we haven't bought bread, you know, bread service. We don't do bread service right now. We haven't done bread service since we reopened. It's 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 weird to me when people ask if they can have a piece of bread and I'm like, yeah, we have like, you know, the Oops. stuff that we use the stuff that we use to make the sandwiches. <laughs> right. Or English you know, muffins for breakfast. Right, right. We don't you know, we don't have yeah. like the beautiful artisan bread with the uh -huh. with the French butter, with the, the local you know. We, yeah, we don't have that anymore. So what is uh Costeau bakery doing? What is I mean, name a bakery, what is, how has it affected them? So it's the butterfly effect, right? It's just the, totally all this You're stuff. So cute. You call it butterfly, I usually call it spider. Oh no! I, it's a, I, I like your butterfly. Why is well, it a butterfly effect? So it's the old theory, and that when a butterfly flaps its wings, let's say in California, that it can actually create a tornado in Japan or a tsunami. That there's this small little things that build and affect other things that can become these huge things from just a simple act of a butterfly flapping its wings. Wow, that's fascinating. But it's like a ripple in the, in the ocean. You throw a rock in and the ripples go but out. To in me, all these it's like, I think it's like a spider web, you know, like the middle and the middle can change because right. the, middle, the middle could be the restaurant or the middle could be the farmer, you yeah. know, like getting starters and workers. And, you know, I just, yeah. um, yeah, I, today, you know what else happened today? They, um, the city purchased the um, water barriers, the big, big barriers to give us street space. So if, you know, if you've ever been to the Girl in the Fig and then on the First Street West Side, going down along the patio, they have taken the parking spots from like 20, 25 feet from the corner. And I think three or four spots all the way down to Hawks. And they have enclosed that area for us to put tables in. Huh. So, um, well, I mean, you know, that's it's gonna... bright orange. So yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but why weren't we doing this four months? Yeah, oh, I'm, the, I'm not gonna, I'm grateful for it today. We jumped into it because we didn't want to not have it in the spring. Okay. You know, in case it wasn't there. I mean, I, you know, I think probably it'll shut down the park. You right. Know, I mean, I think Paso, Paso was doing this, you know, yeah. a while oh, yeah. ago, right? Maggie yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, they tried. They tried. And I think, I think actually that's a really good example to where this restaurant Heroes Act is. They have put so many regulations, like all these other little bills in this bill. And the bickering is, it's like, why can't you just separate them all 
and you know have a big picture plan but if you're going to put in Obamacare or, you know, healthcare with food stamps, with restaurants, with the environment, right. we're never going to get anywhere. Isn't that it's, the most annoying thing ever when they try horrible. and pass bills and they sneak yeah. in their little things and um, yeah. it's, it's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. So yesterday, um, they were, they're supposed to vote today on it, but they had, I think, conversations, Feinstein and Munchkin. I don't know how to say his name, the other guy. <laughs> so one of the lollipop kids? Yeah. No, the lollipop kids. <laughs> so, Munchkin. So they, they talked yesterday and, and did not agree, but Munchkin said he would try to come back with something that the, the Democrats would be okay with. They See, but you know what? Okay, days. you know, stop, stop, stop. This is my whole thing with what's going on right now. I don't give a fuck what the if the Democrats are okay, if the Republicans are okay. It's, it's us. People. Are we okay? You work for us. Right. You right. This is where it completely goes off the rails. Is that yeah. why are you trying to it's please each people. other or piss each other off? That's exactly. bullshit. Help it's us. Just all their agenda. You know, their agenda. One person thinks. I mean, listen to, you know, we talked about the QAnon the, uh, last week. I mean, there was like so much stuff this morning on there on one of the hearings about the QAnon, like how it's not real and, you know, where it is real or. Uh, just, you know what we need to do somehow and, and we, we need to. Need a, a coup. No, we need to dose these people. Um, with, with either uh, mushrooms Magic or LSD, mushrooms, mushrooms yeah. or LSD, or maybe put yeah, them on a DMT is, trip. Yeah, uh, they need to shed their egos and and unhook their lizard brains, and just realize that people need help. Yeah, and yeah, so <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so anyway, back to the hearing. So I had to be on at five thirty in the morning because it's being done in Washington. So I have, you know, I have, people can't see, but I have all my index cards. I have like notes from everything. I've got all these other people that called and get on. And it is, there's six witnesses. So it was me. There was a woman, Christine Ha, who is, has a restaurant in Austin called The Blind Goat. And she was from Vietnam, and she's here. And talked she, about pork belly, I think. Yeah, and she <laughs> got yeah, me she hungry. Talked about pork belly, but she um, won Gordon Ramsay's a season of Master Chef, and so she had lots of cool stuff about her. But she had a staff of like twelve or thirteen people. Um, then there was the president, the honorable buddy, somebody from Orlando, the mayor from Orlando. And then there was um, the person who founded One Fair Wage. And then there was um, the National Restaurant Association chairman. And we each had five minutes. Oh, and then there was a worker from Las Vegas, a server who worked for this company for like 50 years. And he's been off work and with the union, you have to get back in in a certain time or they don't have to rehire you. So the Orlando guy went first. So no, first the, you know, the debt Mike Thompson goes and then somebody on the other side goes and 
you know, and then he goes again, and then he, I think he called on the mayor from Florida, and he did his thing, and then they said, okay, Ms. Bernstein, you're next, you know, and I did my thing for five minutes, and then, you know, they keep going down the line through all the witnesses, and then at the end of that, they start asking questions, and again, Mike Thompson, who is our congressman, he started first. He was very specific on what he wanted to ask his he wanted certain things to come out, especially if none of uh, if none of his witnesses said what he was hoping they would say. You know, it was his chance to try and get it out. And so he went and he asked a couple people, and it was literally like another three hours of all these people, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, and you know, them asking questions. Some of them asked really good questions, some of them talked about their constituents. Somebody kept calling me Mr. Bernstein when he could see my <laughs> face. Uh, one of the people called it the China flu, which which was just so offensive. Oh, the Kung flu. Yeah. 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 I, I was waiting for Donald Trump to say that the other night. Oh, I know. He, I, I mean, know. he all he was so on the edge of that. And when, yeah, he was calling it the, the Chinese flu. Or I was like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. But yesterday, um, when I sent my email blast out, um, I got responses from people on our list that said, hey, I called Congress. Thank you so much. I called. Thank you for, you know, letting us know this information. And that was really awesome. You know, the impact of grassroots in your own community, um, you know, yeah. And, and you know, who knows? I mean, after Friday, they are off for a couple weeks or three weeks or something, you know? So if they don't vote by Friday, we're going to be screwed. Um, yeah. You know, so what other things? And then, you know, and then the other thing too is this week, last week, or um, we spoke with the people that opened Valley Bar and Bottle right. and talking about, you know, resources. And I had seen something and I forwarded it to them and said, hey, you might be able to get a grant from these people. And she wrote back and she goes, no, it, we are having the worst time because we opened in, in March and we don't have the longevity. And so we're not qualifying for any outside help. So they won't qualify for a PPP, even yeah. a second one. Um, and it's just like, you know, where can you get a grant where someone is just gonna, you know, help? How, do you, how do you get help? When everybody, almost everybody has something going on if you were really wealthy and you were you were doing okay you just lost your winery you know to the fire um if you were i mean who's doing really well right now uh jeff mass, bezos yeah mass companies uh farm girl flowers yeah i get mine from uh folks b-o-u-q okay you turned me on to farm girl I, I like think, both of them. But for five or six years ago. And, yeah. and she was just on NPR the other day saying oh, that it was an unexpected, um, yeah. she's, uh, she's up 100% over the last year. Um, That's and amazing. Yeah. People are figuring I mean, out how to order I've stuff been, online. I've been ordering flowers. I've ordered from our local florist, Ann Appleman, a couple of times. I've sent flowers to people. Um, 
I've been getting flowers. I mean, I have a jungle in my living room right now of plants. I was trying to repot like my big cheese plant and I don't know what I'm doing. I just keep Call talking. Lydia. Oh, I should. She should come look at all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to um, the Restaurant Act. I mean, the rest, you know, these folks have really, really um, come together and worked hard. And it was really surprising to get this, you know, unsolicited call from someone that said, hey, you know, thank you. We heard you're on this hearing. Um, can you help? You know, and I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to help, um, you know, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to know the progress that's happening. And then even if they vote this in and they pass some kind of modif modified funding or whatever, how many weeks is it going to take for them to figure out how to distribute the money? It's like the vaccine. How Operation Warp Speed. Yeah, we're, yeah exactly. get us our money quick and if they can yeah. bail out banks they can bail out the car companies the car the makers air, they can... i mean today there's an airline thing today about yeah the, the airlines are basically on the edge there of yeah what they're saying is and and i guess this is true with restaurants that it's it's cheaper to just keep them on the payroll and keep them at home then let them go and then try and do a whole rehiring process or whatever it is down the line um i don't know yeah, and that's that's kind of scary too because, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if you know, here's this is the tough thing though is if people aren't traveling, then it's this is part of free market society, right? So people aren't traveling, then you know, then the air, some airlines go yeah. down. Airlines, um, taxi cabs, um, restaurants, hotels. Yeah. Um, people are, you know, a lot of my girlfriends from high school, they've been doing road trips where they are, um, where they are in Wyoming and, um, you know, all different places. And, well, you know, it's like road trips. They're not flying. Right. Um, yeah. My big fear is that is that who does come out on the other side is the larger companies and or corporations that have the money to hang on through this whole thing. So what do you get at the end? You don't get family owned businesses. You don't get the small mom and pop stuff. Right. It's all going to be Panda Express. But isn't it also interesting that we're seeing some of the really large companies talking about potentially going bankrupt. Yeah, it's but that, not that, the little ones. Yeah, but you know, somehow that, but when you're, that's very different when Neiman Marcus, who has, you know, billions or millions is talking about um, filing for bankruptcy, than you know, the, the Chinese food place down on the corner going out of business. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I'm sure, none of those um, CEOs or whatever for Neiman Marcus are walking away um, with, with nothing in their pockets. No, that's I mean, very true. Yeah. But the other thing that I find fascinating right now is that there's no people to hire. Like we are short staffed right now. I don't, I don't get that because it's so weird. Um, you know, I, I could, 
I honestly could see it in that, that whole argument of, oh, people don't want to come back to work because they're making more money. It, it was for some people in some cases that was true. And, and I, can, I can speak to it personally from people that I know that they were like, no, we're not going to come back. We're getting, we're right. making over a thousand dollars a week sitting at home doing nothing. Right. Um, why would we go back to work, risk our health right. um, to go back and make the same, if not a little bit less? Right. So you had to sort of weigh that, okay, they're asking me to come back. Should I do it just because that way when, when things do open up, I'll have a job. But then that, that additional $600 went away. And I think it, what is it now? It's, it's 300 or something. Um, so doesn't make as much sense to stay home. So, so when a friend told me the other day that the new Michael Mina property, Wit and Wisdom, um, um, that she's working at, she said, oh yeah, we're not able to, some shifts for lunch were not open because we just don't have enough staff to, mm -hmm. to run them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Where, where yeah. are all the restaurant no. people? Where are all these, what are they doing? They, I think they left. I think they moved. You know, I worry really about the catering. Like when events come back, are there going to be, is there going to be a pool of people that are going to still be here? You know, our area is so expensive. Like if you're getting a thousand bucks a week, you have the ability to go move and to go to Portland or some, you know, with no well, sales tax or. <laughs> they, sorry, I'm <laughs> laughing because you say Portland. Believe me, Portland, Seattle, um, Idaho, Texas, they don't want any more Californians. They're, they're done with us. So yeah, maybe, um, I don't know, Connecticut, yeah, Ohio, know, Ohio. If you go to that state, they can't not let you if you buy a house there. <laughs> I mean, you can still go rent. I mean, um, people, if they have an apartment, you go find it, but. But you know, then I did speak with someone. So there is someone staying in the hotel last night, uh, Myra, who was a banquet server. She got evacuated, her house is in um, Kenwood. So the hotel was nice enough, even though she's on furlough, she's being okay. furloughed. They said, hey, um, you can come stay with us for free. It's totally oh, fine that um, is so until awesome. yeah, until the evacuation gets lifted. So sh she said, do you guys need help? I really want to come back to work, but I'm furloughed. And she's looking at us sort of running around. I'm running room service orders. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cleaning cabanas. And she's like, you guys need help. Why don't you have me come back? And I'm like, I not my call. Um, right. But so that what I'm saying is there is people that are at home that want to work. And so mm -hmm. I told her about Wit and Wisdom and she reached out to Cheering. So she, I think she's going to go oh, try, and, try and get hired over there. Because there's an example of someone that would love to come back to work and just yeah. didn't know that, um, that there I mean, was any place Saul, that needed help. Saul's been looking for someone. Wow. Um, if you can get a job working at Cafe La Haye as a server um, mm -hmm. right now, pay your dues a little bit, you're... That's a good But spot. at the same point, you know, when we go, when there's no inside only and it's too cold. That's, you know, so that's, that's, that's what I was thinking is that people are, are probably saying to themselves, okay, I'm going to go back to work and then I'm going to get laid off again in a month or two. Right. And if you're on unemployment right now, I mean, the idea of stopping and hearing all the, you know, the nightmares of people that aren't getting their money. Like, do you want to get in the, <laughs> do you want to get in the back of the line again? Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can say that I'm not currently working full time in air quotes mm -hmm. if, <laughs> cause it's a podcast. <laughs> um, um, but I am still in the system because that's my fear is that if, if we're not allowed to open up inside, mm -hmm. I basically don't have a job. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm not going to make beds. Right. 
Right. Um, so, so that would mean that I go back oh into God. the uh, back into the unemployment pool. If I ever had to make beds, it would be so sad. Oh, you! I'd uh, get fired. I'd get fired the first I, I day. Even, me too. I wouldn't uh, even hospital make corners. It. I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah. And a fitted sheet. How do you? <laughs> fitted fitted sheet and a duvet. That's fitted it. Fitted sheet makes me want to jump off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, I, you know, I have to, have to try and have some faith about something. Um, it's been, I've been listening to a lot of other people's podcasts. Um, David Chang from Momofuku, his podcast is blowing up. I mean, he's doing two or three episodes a week. and That guy's nuts. All different themes <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, uh who did i see the other day rob um from uh cochon volant barbecue yeah and um he's thinking about doing some um videos about barbecue and how to smoke things and uh -huh. um everyone sort of um i know that jennifer reichart um whose family owns liberty ducks mm -hmm. was talking about reaching out to steve sando from rancho gordo and trying uh -huh. to form some he, sort of he partnership did not lose his house Oh, nice. And okay. it was really close. And, but okay. again, I think. Well, Sandra, it's, it's, it's October 1st too. I this know. is the thing we I were talking know. last night about, we have a lot of firefighters in house and a lot of evacuees. So we're talking about, Oh, it was, thank God. Our, you know, we think our house is still there. And, and a lot of us are thinking this is early in the game. We just right. started really early. So it right. seems like we've made it through um, fire season, but this yeah. is, this is when it normally is getting going. How, how, how does that work? How do the firemen end up with you guys? Is, is there like a central person that is like sending people I, to different You places? know, I don't know if it has to do with the Red Cross. I see a lot of stuff come in, come in on my phone on the group text about Red Cross is asking how many rooms we need. But then there's oh. also these other codes that I, oh. that I know nothing about. I guess wow. only people that work at the front desk or in management know these codes. So, uh -huh. hey, we need this many coded rooms or, yeah. um, so we're just, we're cleaning and inspecting, you know, we gotta let them sit 48 hours. So we're cleaning and inspecting as, as quickly as we can. Mm -hmm. And then um, at a certain time of the night, all of a sudden the firefighters start rolling in. So it's, it's, it's great because I, what I tell the evacuees, we've got a lot of kids. Um, these two girls last night, the cutest girls, I asked them, are you guys going to go swimming? And they said, no, we, um, we didn't grab our bathing suits when oh. we evacuated. And the, the little sundry store at the, at the hotel is closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I said, well, you know, do you guys have shorts and t-shirts? You can go in the pool. I'm not going to say anything. There's no one back there. You can totally go swimming in the pool. So they came back and, um, they had dinner and we gave them some s'mores so they could Aww. roast some s'mores. Um, but the, the, um, I forget where I was going. I started thinking about oh, the firemen eating. Oh, so that, so it's, so it's very unusual. It's not your typical clientele. Um, <laughs> the wine tasting was great. You know, um, Christina from uh, highway 12. So uh -huh. she was pouring at the complimentary oh, wine yeah. tasting yesterday. And, yeah, she, <laughs> You're not talking about potential clients. You're talking about people <laughs> that have are in trauma <laughs> that are just like, like how many like, how many glasses can I have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and they're yeah. and they're looking at prices of things. You know, it's like how much is the burger? Okay, maybe we should order from Mary's or go to El Molino. Oh. Um, some of my room service orders yesterday. One of them was a Coke and a milk. 
the other the other one was two teas one oh. of them was two, two tonic waters and a brussels sprouts you know it's oh um, are the firemen eating they're not because they're um they're not even giving a credit card when they check in so they're not able to do room charges if they want to eat they can uh -huh. but, but what they've been doing is is like ordering pizza and sharing with their you know they'll get pizzas and yeah. then they'll sit out at you know out front with um pizzas and sodas and oh my um, god so that they can crazy. make their money go a little bit further because we yeah. don't but but even that's so crazy like normal like i mean we don't let anybody with outside food and wine on the property I mean, yeah, I guess in hotels you do. You can bring you, your groceries. You can't bring it into the restaurant or bar area, but uh -huh. the, the lobby and the front um, of the hotel are considered extensions of the guest room. Okay. So they can actually bring, a, you know, a uh -huh. bottle of wine into the lobby, open it up and... Right. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's, it's cool. It's not cool. It's, right. no, I, I get it. Speaking of pizza, um, really was blown away by um, Ari from Glen Ellen Star um, is doing this fight fire with fire and um, put up a GoFundMe and told yep. people if you donate, 10 bucks is going to get um, two pizzas for firemen and they've raised over $35,000. Yeah, I think he blew his goal out of the water. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> that dog looks so cute on Instagram, but it sounds like a... It's my ferocious... <laughs> sounds like it could eat you alive. It's 13-pound, uh, yeah, tiger. Um, but so, yeah, that's really cool. And then Andrew and Susie with Tri-Tips, they're up there. They're doing burritos and... You know, and also World Kitchen, um, Central World Kitchen, the Jose Andres, um, they've been taking volunteers every day. Yeah. Um, they're over Bennett Valley. Um, you know, so I, wor I worked with a bartender last night whose, whose boyfriend is a firefighter. And so a couple of times I told her, you know, they're, they can't charge stuff to the rooms if they, if they come up and order food. She's like, okay. So the, these firefighters come up and I don't see any money change hands and i'm like hey were they firefighters like i remember they can't charge to the room and she's like oh no i paid for it i'm like you can't do that she's like oh i've been doing it all day and yesterday she's like are you kidding me this is that's the least i can do for these guys and i'm like holy crap oh my god she's just buying them dinner wow yeah on her, on her own credit card oh my god yeah, but you yeah. know this is going to be a marathon it's not a sprint i mean yeah. you know we're like we're kind of like okay what should we be doing should we be jumping into something but we're like not not quite yet because we don't know how bad this is going to get and um it's just going to keep, you know, if people like uh, Jennifer got evacuated and then two days she got back in. So, you know, the, those things are changing also really quick. So some of it is like really temporary. And yeah. then some of it is, well, the, that's where I get worried. The long term. Well, yeah. The next four or five days are going to be pivotal because um, we're going to, we're going to have some heat and some wind and um, yeah. And, you know, I was telling you, I don't know, I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but, uh, you know, speaking with Sam this morning, that there isn't a, a fire that popped up on Oakville oh, grade yeah, too. Yeah. So that's yeah. all it takes, you know, is flying embers to, and then it, 
you end up with a fire someplace else. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh, it's twenty twenty. It's 2020. I mean, <laughs> just like, you know, and, and, so I said yesterday, like, I start the day and, you know, I do my walk and I, while I'm walking, you know, I'm like being grateful, you know, it could be worse. Um, How? Know, it could be, <laughs> there, get worse? Well, there are people that have it way worse than me. Okay. Me right. That way. <clears throat> yes. So yes. I'm like, okay, I still, I'm healthy right now. I didn't get COVID. Um, yeah. I, the business isn't closed yet. Um, you know, I have my dogs, my plants, you know, and then an hour will go by and then, you know, you get a Nixle alert and you go, oh shit. And then another hour by four o'clock, I'm like despondent, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, so much for being really positive all day, you know, cause <laughs> now it just sucks. Yeah. But, um, where would you go? Where would you go, Sandra? Zebby had a baby. Zebby, you know, yesterday oh, his baby was born. And I, and I really like Zebby and his, I, I don't know if they're married, his, his partner. Yeah. Um, they came in for dinner when, yeah. back in, back in 2019 when shit was normal. Yeah. Um, they're very cute. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's done a beautiful, <clears throat> beautiful job for us. So I'm happy for him. Good. You know, there's a couple things. Jennifer's going to have her baby in November. I'm excited about that. Maybe my dog's going to have puppies in November. Wow. I, I can't tell if she's pregnant or not. She, it doesn't, <laughs> she looks the same, but she's been bred. You can't give them like a human pregnancy test. I don't pee think on so. it. I think you have to do a whole like CAT scan or an X-ray or something. Just buy one of those but EPTs. Okay. <laughs> See if it works for dogs. Stick it in the diaper. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, and then and then it's like the wine business. Oh my God! Like think about, you know, like like just. COVID wasn't bad enough. Now you put the smoke taint back into the whole mix or the loss of vineyards and... Yeah, some people are not making any wine. Some people are full steam ahead. And then there's this really weird middle ground where people are doing some what? experimental stuff. <laughs> That's probably um, a good thing for this year. It's a good year for experimenting. I know, you know, Jennifer, Jennifer Reichar from RAF said that the biggest thing for her is transparency is, is you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing smaller lots, maybe some experimental stuff, but I'm, I'm going to let people know exactly what I'm doing. And right. we're not going to put out, no one's putting out bad wine. Right. Um, but they're just, you know, who I think is really trying to forge ahead. It's, it's not the big companies because they can sort of, everyone had, you know, we had a lot of stock in age 17, 18, or 18 and 19, you know, big mm -hmm. bumper crops or whatever. Um, but it's the people, I think it's the smaller people that all of a sudden they got successful making wine and then realized, holy crap, I can make this a career. So they quit whatever else they were doing. And now they're like, they were counting on this year yeah. to make yeah. another 50,000, whatever it was that they were making. And then not to have that available, people are, those people are the ones that are panicking a little bit. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I even know, you know, I'm still whittling the list down, you know, I'm, I'm reordering things that I need to reorder, you know? Um, yeah. But I keep like last week we put the Hearst um, blend on by the glass just to push out, you know, 10 bottles and like whittling things down. And like when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, do I have 
250 around $50 bottles in this category and you know just looking and like now I'm thinking like should I separate and take out all the wines over a hundred and put them on a different list and you know and really see I don't know but I feel bad you know brokers are calling and they're like hey can I set up a tasting and I'm like shit no you know I I can't yeah. buy I don't have the luxury of just um spending a lot of money no i think a lot of people i think got the point i just ghosted people for six months i mean three and a half months the first months i wasn't even there to answer emails right. and then when i first came back i didn't i don't even think i attached myself to my computer for two months when yeah. we first opened yeah you know and then then it was me just reaching out to people if i needed something specific i knew exactly who to go to to get that specific thing but yeah. if but if you're hitting me up for a tasting no nah, that ain't happening yeah yeah right. so yeah. what are the what are those you know joan joan one of our friends you know Joni, Joni boots you know? She's not in the wine business right she's, now. Uh, she's painting pets. She's painting pets. <laughs> she's taking care of her horse, Chloe. Yeah. Had to move some stuff around. But, you know, she's from Calistoga. And she has uh, a lot of friends that have lost their, you know, land and, you know, yeah. properties. And, yeah. you know, that's the other thing. It's like, oh, my God, you know, Meadowood, that restaurant, like, um, going and, um, Calistoga Ranch, I mean, beautiful property. Um, it's definitely impactful. It's a little bit different this time around, it feels like. Yeah. You know, I don't think we've seen such heavy hitters, um, you know, those losses. But Meadowood rebuild, you know. you know, they'll rebuild. Hopefully, Calistoga Ranch will rebuild. And um, I think, you know, we've, they've got to figure out what to do as far as like creating walls. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because if the winds come and it takes an ember and it flies somewhere else, it's not going to matter how many ditches you have, does it? No, I think we just need to, um, what would you do? Let's wallpaper, cement, tile, everything. Yeah. The forest, the... Yeah. The fields, <laughs> just make <laughs> plywood. I don't know. What, no, you can't use plywood. So yeah, he just no. formica. Yeah. I don't know. Or the, my other thing was just dome the whole thing. Yeah. D dome Northern California yeah. or California. Like but, that you know, show. What was that show? Where uh, they were in uh, the, the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that was> awesome. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. There's nothing you can awesome. do, and this is this is why we live here. It's because it's beautiful, and you have trees, and you and yeah. you know Donald. Maybe Donald Trump's right. Maybe we just all need to grab our our vacuum cleaners or dust busters and go out in the forest and clean stuff up. I don't know exactly what he was talking about. I, I don't either. Where are you putting all that shit? <laughs> it's, it's our fault that, that yeah. everything's burning. It's because we're not sweeping, yeah. not sweeping yeah. enough in the in Yosemite. And yesterday, yesterday I heard a quote from someone. They said they were so pissed. They were like, um, California is no longer, what is it? The golden state. Yeah. It's the charcoal state. Oh, that's, it, that's, Brutal. Fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it <laughs> was like, yeah. That's that's a joke yeah, you tell to your down. friends at yeah. home after a couple like, drinks. That's so not a joke. Down. I know. Yeah. 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 So I was also watching. Um, there is a guy on Facebook, Matt Henderson, I think his name is. And wait, that's old. Chaser. That's your old chef. It is? It? No, 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 no. He's a fire chaser. 
and he okay. has been driving around videoing and he's getting a huge amount of traction right now um but, but like, he's not the photographer for the press democrat no that's not the guy you're talking about no he's like i don't know i don't know where he came from but he's like been doing live videos on facebook and um i mean he gets really close he's like i think he's like a daredevil you know he likes to, it's crazy you know kpix is is um in the hotel right now and and one of the news people yesterday said to me that they pulled up on a on a winery <clears throat> that was burning there was wineries that weren't oh. burning and one that was burning and she said we just decided not to film it um and and i was thinking yeah. you know what thank you because that yeah. goes out and then everywhere across the country they're like oh look wine country's on fire people cancel exactly. their trips no one's coming and so i thought it was nice to actually the other thing she said that was um that was nice to hear she said you wouldn't believe the police presence um in these evacuated wow. areas she said they are really looking out for looters that, that they that are they so are like awesome. zero tolerance for people coming in and stealing shit from people so yeah i am looking i want to um i want to tell you i want to read something um or at least tell people i don't need to read it but this was a really interesting statistic because of course these fires freak everybody out you know it says oh we can't go to wine country but there california comprises of a hundred million acres so far we've burned 3.7 million acres which is horrific but that's less than four percent of california but that's four. that's a lot it's a lot but in relative to a hundred million acres four percent of that it's like people shouldn't stay away from california oh okay so i see what yeah. you're saying so yeah. it was it was like when it's when um in Hawaii, the volcano erupted, and it was one yeah. tiny little portion of the island exactly. that no one, that no tourists go to anyway, and right. the, and then everyone canceled their trips to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, even though we're talking about like some really crappy things, I think we've talked about it with a little bit of laughter in our voices. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Not total doom and gloom. I have hope. I have hope. I have faith. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Sorry, I'm reading. I'm reading something from uh, Elaine uh -oh. Griffin Baker. That's that's just about um, about how there's no art in the White House. There's no literature or poetry in the White House. No music. No Kennedy Center award celebrations. There are no pets in the White House. So sad. No loyal man's best friend, no socks to family cat, no kids science fairs, no times when the president takes off the blue suit, red tie uniform and becomes human except when he puts on his white shirt khaki pants to go play golf. No images of the first family enjoying themselves together in a moment of relaxation, right? No images of them on vacation or on the beach Do you in Hawaii. you want to see Donald Trump in a bathing suit or he probably wears a Speedo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't think about that until I was reading that, and I'm thinking, that's right. We're we're sort of used to humanizing our our leaders in and some Norman, way. Yeah, and, Norman Rockwell effect. Yeah. You know? 
but yeah. but a lot but there was a lot of it that was really real you know it's like yeah they're real people with real lives yeah and even if you didn't like them you 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 <laughs> could see that they were actual people exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, well, when this comes out, which is going to be when it does, um, we will either have the Restaurant Act will have been packed, the passed, the Heroes yeah. Act, either the yeah. Senate's version or the House. There will be stuff in it, stuff not. And, um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and if and if it doesn't pass, I mean, what does that mean? I think it means that, you know, people will be out there working, trying to find another something to make happen. Well, we can't um, all work in the Amazon warehouse, though. No. And it's uh, all robots. I don't think even Sonoma, I think, won't even let the warehouse that they bought come in. They bought a piece of property. Do you know, like, from Sonoma to Napa, there was that huge warehouse off of 8th Street, the corner of 8th Street, and... Um, Oh God, Eighth Street and One Twenty One. I know what you're and talking it, about. Yeah, that the people from Amazon leased that property, and Sonoma is like, no, we don't want you. We don't want more traffic. We don't want your trucks. I don't know what happened. I don't know the end up, but they're like, this is not legal. The neighbors really went to bat. Huh? There's and, only one thing I want from Amazon. What? I want I want Jeff Bezos to go start dumping some money into um, underserved communities. Well, I think that would be great too, but I'm like, you know, Amazon stock, my stock at Amazon is like, um, definitely has gone up. Like I wish I had- That's, who's, ca that's who's carrying Dow Jones right now is, yeah, is totally. tech. It's Facebook, it's, um, it's uh, Yahoo. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I literally, of all my stocks, it's the one that I've made the most money. I wish I had bought yeah. more at the time, but everyone I, does. Everyone can't says buy it that. Now. I know. <laughs> I know. What was the other? I was going to tell you one other thing. Um, shoot, I forgot. <laughs> well, so so what I mean is, um, you know, what happens if this doesn't pass? Is that it? Just does that mean that they'll? maybe try something else yes yes okay i mean you know listen there's going to be some real serious situations in whether it's in communities whether it's in you know i mean the cities are going to be looking for bankroll i yeah. mean they're not getting any tax money yeah um you know i feel like we got the parklet because they want more tax money yeah, and it seems like the Republican answer to everything is we'll give tax breaks. Right. And the Democrat is let's just give money. Right. And so I mean, there's the problem is that somewhere in between yeah. there is there's yeah. gotta be a I mean, I, I really like the tax retention credit on payroll taxes. It's like if I can't put people to work, I'm not paying them. And there's no payroll right. taxes attached right. to that payroll. <laughs> I think so, we should tie it to the vote. If you vote for Trump, you get a tax break. If you vote for Joe Biden, you get, get cash. You get yeah. cash, right? Yeah. Just, just say we'll tie it to your vote, and yeah. then we'll we'll see who wins. So crazy! <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Uh, I bet th there's probably no White House chef right now either. Are you? I mean. Uh, they probably 
built a little McDonald's. McDonald's, yes. <laughs> so a they, window. There's a window he can just grab a Big Mac. Yeah, he's probably hired, you know, a couple young teenagers <laughs> to make burgers for him any time oh of the night God. or day. So crazy. Sorry, if there's any Trumpers out there listening, no offense to you. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, I don't However. own a business. I don't own a business, so my opinions exactly. uh, may not be yeah. reflective of the Girl in the Fig LLC. Yeah, exactly. If you're a Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm going to say again, I'm vanilla. My yeah. personal feelings do not come into the business. I right. want to make all the only reason in the restaurant business is to make people happy. Yes. You know, I don't care about your politics. I don't care about your, I mean, I wouldn't like if you beat your wife or shit like that. I mean, no, that would not be we good. don't care who you vote for but, if you do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, personally, yeah, yeah. I, no, and I see people hard. every day at the hotel that try and engage in political conversations. Yeah. And I'm not talking about my my colleagues. I'm talking about guests right. that will that you know say things. I've heard this at least three times in the past couple of weeks. Oh, you know, the day after the election, the whole the whole coronavirus is going to go away. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that it's a whole it's a whole scam that the yeah. left is is doing yeah. to make Trump look bad, and and I just right. go, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so those people that I know <laughs> that got sick or died don't exist, or like oh, they died from other things. Okay. It's it's oh, everything's it. getting chalked mm -hmm. up as COVID because then the hospitals get money for it. But people are coming right. in from car accidents with no head, and then and, uh, and they they call it COVID because you know who knows they probably got COVID on the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my problem is not with the everyday, normal people who just happen to have a, mm -hmm. a different opinion than me when it comes to politics. I have mm -hmm. no problem with, and I I don't mind engaging in conversation oh, yeah. and debate. My problem is with bullying people in huge yeah. trucks with the huge American flag armed with an AR-15. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's, when I'm, yeah, there's there's no conversation being had there when I'm choking right. on your diesel fumes because I'm behind your your truck. So, anyway. so you know, the other thing yesterday, I was on a um, a summit, the social media summit, and mm -hmm. um, it was really interesting. And I mean, I could go into a lot of detail, but I won't. But the one of the main takeaways for me was that the social media is leaning towards taking a stand being you know not being vanilla anymore like showing showing your true colors and i'm like you can't be talking to the restaurant business you can't be you know i mean i i hear it and i i am not ready for that I, I just in, let tattoos happen. I know. And in some ways, it sort of sets up civil war when you say to people, okay, everyone go to your corners. Yeah. You know, make it be known who you, and that's my fear on social media. I'm yep. normal. I'm normally very, you know, I, yep. I rarely dip into politics, um, but it's because I don't need someone showing up at the hotel <laughs> looking for me. Right. Right. Exactly. That's, they that's, know where you are. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I think more uh, conversations, uh, you know, let's, let's have on a, let's, 
Oh shoot, I'm I'm losing you. I think we should have on someone that's uh, right leaning um, on the show. Let's reach let's reach across the aisle, Sandra. This is what, okay, well, I'll see what I can do. Is there is there, is there a restaurant in the Trump Hotel that we can I get a hold of the chef? I don't know. Maybe. What do you think that's like if you're not a Trump supporter but you work for like the Trump Hotel? What do you think your friends? What do you think the conversation is like around the dinner around the dinner I table? I think it's the same thing as the conversation, and I'm not going one way or the other. But I think it's the same thing about the you know, working on a Matson property or not. Right, right, you know? right. I mean, there's a community divide, but like if you need a job, you need a job. Right, and you know? you know, let's say I personally frequent one of those properties and know the people there quite well, and yes. so do you, and they're great people. And they're yeah. people that we, that align with us in every way. Yeah. They just happen to work for someone who posted something on Facebook and believes something yeah. a little bit different, which honestly, you know what? I don't, if that's what you believe, just keep it out of your business. Right, right, right. Uh, who am I, just, and I try and, I, whatever, we can go down the yeah, show, but I try and get this way with my wife when I say, you know, just like we're arguing stuff, imagine the other side, people arguing about us right. and complaining about us. Right. And, and why is it that we feel like we're right and <laughs> right. they're wrong? And yeah. there's another world, there's an opposite world yeah where we're, like we're the bad people, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so just trying to remember, we're just a product of our environment, where we were raised, who we were raised by, our education, everything. We're all products of those things. That's why I think like Buddha and all the, um, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, the holy gurus, they're like, you are not any of those things. Yeah. You know, you don't have to take on that stuff. Yeah. So that's going to be your restaurant Instagram yeah. account. Exactly. <laughs> she is Shiva. <laughs> you are Shiva. I did get a couple Buddhas though for Noodle Spring. Okay. I got a three foot laughing Buddha. Yeah. You know. <laughs> going to create a whole diorama there. That's a cultural appropriation, Sandra. Uh oh. <laughs> Who oh, knows? No, Who knows no, now? Who knows? No, am I going to get? Um, I don't mean it that way. It doesn't matter. Oh my God! Someone, yeah. you're right. You're probably is, right. I see your hair's back. Is it braided? That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You got to be careful these days. Oh my God! Yeah. All right. oh. Well, thanks for um, doing this today. Oh yeah, this is good. I, you know, let's just hope that that cooler heads prevail and um, mm -hmm. and you know intelligent minds prevail and mm -hmm. bigger hearts prevail. Yeah, um, let's that, see what they're voting on right now. You know, so, you and I are are living. You know, we're in a house right now, and we're we've got food in the cabinet and wine in the fridge, but yeah, not everyone is not everyone is like that. Does. No. Yeah. We need and these so, people to yeah. really do the right thing. Yeah, and sometimes we got to fight yeah. for not just for ourselves, but for other people yeah. too. So, yeah. So thank All you right. for testifying. That was good. People, you know, if you're listening to us, please give us a rating, a five star rating. We really need. <laughs> there are so many people that are starting their new podcast. Last week we. Um, this is episode one hundred and one. 
Oh, wow. I think, yeah, uh, Valley was episode 100. And so we really need your support if you're listening. If you hate us, don't do anything. But if you, <laughs> you would, I guess if you hate us, you wouldn't be listening. So right. give us a rating, just push the five star button and um, help us move up the ladder a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. You do the yeah. other part. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, go, also go to thebikegoeson.com, thebikegoeson.com, and you can check out all the shows. We got, we got chefs. We got so people who people. make wine, cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, we got whatever you name Farmers. it. Food is all encompassing um, in our yeah. world. Food and drink are all encompassing. That's why I've been in the food and beverage industry for 35 years because. Yeah. Food and wine is there's and there's always something to learn. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's a definite um, place to be creative. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can check out thebikeozon.com. You can also hit up Radio Misfits. You can check us out on every platform that you listen to your podcasts on. Um, yeah. And um, and if you have any ideas for guests, if you have a chef hey, in your in your neighborhood and you're like, you know what? I wish people went to this restaurant more. I wish people yeah. knew about this place. Um, you know, we're doing things through Zoom right now, so you don't have to be even in our part of the country. Yeah. Just um, we're happy to hook up and talk to someone who owns a gluten-free fried chicken joint in <laughs> North Carolina. In Petaluma. <laughs> Where are those people? They haven't been uh, on. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God! Sam, Sam just got Sam just got chicken from there. I think the other day. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we will get them on. Don't yeah, worry. they need because I I need that recipe. I need to figure out how to make gluten free fried chicken. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks yeah, for listening. We do too. appreciate you. Everyone, take care. Um, if you do um, follow Sandra on social media, um, or if you've got an email from her, if you are um, a part of the emailing, what do you call it? Your email. Um, what do you I call people blast. that subscribe I to your e-blast? Then there is information there on how to reach out to um, um, to your representatives yes. as well. Yes. And yes. just let them know, you know, whether this passes or not, just give them a call. Yeah. It just means leaving a message saying, hey, we're yeah. concerned for restaurant owners, restaurant workers. What What is it that we need to do? What What are you, or even better, say, what are you doing? Right. Um, and it'll be practice for when you need to vote. So we need yeah, everybody. Which is coming up real soon. November something. Yeah. Yeah. November 4th, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sandra. All right, Rod Rye. See you uh, next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.